the Small Queendom Podcast, episode 39. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning back to the podcast. This is Leah Graham. If you are new around here, I am the host. Delighted to have you. I'm all about helping you move the needle from surviving to thriving so you can curate a gorgeous queendom. This is your one lovely life, and I want you to feel like you can go out and live it. But we like to have a little fun around here, and today's episode is one of my fun episodes. It is the second part of my series, Here's What Happened, and I'm going to tell you all about when I visited a sensory deprivation salt float tank. It was pretty cool, and I want to tell you about it. But before I get to that, I want to say a big shout out to Alicia over on iTunes. She left me just the sweetest review. Must listen podcast. Leah has made me laugh, cry, think, and feel inspired. The topics are all great. The listening is so easy, the games are fun, the guests are outstanding, and Leah is just 100% authentic. I love this podcast so much. Alicia, I love you so much. Thank you for leaving truly the sweetest feedback. That was incredibly kind. And listen, if you have not yet left the Small Queendom podcast a review, I would be so grateful if you would do that. And really, any entrepreneur, content creator, or hey, a restaurant that you love to visit, Leaving a positive review is the biggest thank you hug that you can give um, for someone that is putting themselves out there in a service, um, in a service way. So leave all the reviews, people. Let's get into today's podcast. So I'm not sure if you know what a salt tank is, but it is pretty cool. So sensory deprivation is, I think, going to be something we are going to be hearing more about because it feels like the world is really noisy. It feels like we are moving at just light speed. Things are changing. We have so many uh, stressors and demands on our schedules. And what is so wonderful is when we can turn down the noise and enjoy some quiet. You know, we are only using a very small percentage of the capacity of our brains. It's, It's crazy to think that even the most accomplished, intellectual, activated people are still only using a portion of their potential. And sensory deprivation is really this time to um, get into this state of relaxation and restoration so you can do deep thinking and have deep restorative work. So before I tell my experience, I'm going to give you a little bit of a brief overview. I think you're going to like this. So I found this little um, write-up, and it has a little bit about the salt tank. So if you can imagine, I mean, I'm kind of bad about telling um, widths. It's in a room. It's in a, a smaller room. It's hooked up to, you know, a whole motor and everything, and there's all this, like, plumbing to put the water in this tank. And you lie down, and it's it's plenty roomy. I did not feel claustrophobic at all. I know all of y'all are thinking of like, oh, my goodness, feeling like I'm in a tank with the with the lid shut. I'm going to feel claustrophobic. You don't. You really don't. Um, You just close your eyes and it sets you up for a really great time of rest. So here's about floating. So floating really has been around since the 1960s, um, and it began as an effort to study the effects of isolation on the human brain. 
um, and has since become one of the most effective therapies for overall wellness. Again, I already mentioned how important it is for that kind of rest and restoration. You may have heard it called many different things, um, flotation therapy, sensory deprivation, isolation tanks, and even rest, among other terms. But they all refer to the same thing, and it's basically floating. Um, and there are so many, so many benefits. Most commonly, um, good for stress relief, pain relief, uh, meditation. It's great for physical recovery. Uh, people will even use it um, while they are pregnant. You know, when you're when you're pregnant and you are feeling like everything is just squished and achy and just uncomfortable, the experience that you have in a float tank is basically like zero gravity. There's just, there's no kind of pressure points. And so it's incredible for people to experience um, just a rest in their body. Some people will even use it for recovery, like athletes or people that are dealing with injuries, um, sleeping disorders, because that Epsom salt is incredible for helping the body absorb magnesium, which of course magnesium levels help you sleep better, among other things. Um, and also even for things like PTSD and addiction control can be an incredible tool. So what happens is an hour in this environment of this deprivation of, of the senses, um, it does wonders for your body and your central nervous system. And that Epsom salt, like I mentioned, acts as a natural anti-inflammatory. So without the persistent force of gravity pulling you down because you're floating essentially in all of that Epsom salt, um, the, the tank that I visited has 800 pounds of Epsom salt, 800 pounds. I mean, I think that I have a big old bag when I have a 10 pound bag. Without the persistent force of gravity pulling you down, chronic and acute pain can be relieved and your muscles get to fully rest. It's unlike lying on a mattress. Um, lying in water actually allows blood flow um, freely throughout the whole body. And so it's also great for improving circulation. So after an hour of weightlessness, your joints and muscles feel great. Um, so while enjoying this well-deserved break, your body suddenly has loads of extra resources, usually spent supporting um, your weight, regulating temperature and running. And, you know, if we were in caveman times, running from lions and, and tigers and bears, oh my. Um, but what it actually gets to focus on when you are floating in the sensory deprivation tank is on things like healing and resting. Another really key aspect of the float environment is the vast reduction of external input. So you don't have all this stuff coming at you. Once you have settled in um, and closed the door, there is no light and no sound and the water is heated to the same temperature as your skin at 93.5 degrees. So right around there, that's about the average skin temperature. So basically it's hard to tell like where the water is and like where it's not because you can't really feel it. I mean, obviously you can feel some sensation, but not really. And so the idea behind this is where we live in a world that is so bombarding us with sensory input, this is a unique break from literally all of it. Um, this makes uh, meditation pretty easily because you're warm, you're buoyant, you're relaxing, and it's really a perfect introduction if you are trying to find calmness and stillness and start to create a practice of solitude and silence 
this is really kind of a cheat way to learn how to do it. Um, and I think you could practice while you were in here kind of your meditation and your breathing and just like relaxing and not focusing on thoughts and then be able to take it out of the tank. So research shows that by about 40 minutes in the float tank, your brain stops producing its normal alpha and beta waves and starts going deeper into a theta and even delta state. After years of practice, people can enter this theta state through deep meditation, but float tanks pr practically are like the hack to get you there real fast. So getting rid of all the sensory input, your brain chills out for a bit and allows you to be creative and relaxed. And instead of a flight or fight mode, um, floating helps you to cultivate rest and digest. You're not glued to your phone, you're back to that gorgeous um, baseline. So my experience with a salt tank was pretty great. Um, so I went twice. I went to the same spa here um, in, in town. If you are in the Southwest Virginia area, you will definitely want to check out Salt of the Earth um, Spa in Abingdon. I really loved my experience there because um, one, I will say right off, I would not go to just any float tank. I would make sure that the establishment has like a reputable reputation. People have had good experiences there. And I'm so thankful that I love that I have this resource of the spa that I go to, Salt of the Earth, in town because everything is very well maintained. It's clean. It's safe. It's a great, great environment. So I I went to the float tank two times because I thought I needed to try it um, different times in different ways. So the first time I went to the float tank, I went for 60 minutes the first time, and I did leave the lights on inside the tank. They were kind of like rotating soft colored lights that kind of rotated, you know, after a duration. So it would be like blue light for a while, and then it would kind of be, um, you know, like soft, you know, pink light or a warm light. Um, and then also there was gentle spa music my first time in the float tank. And so um, a little bit of the protocol, when you first go in, they have you completely shower and rinse off. They ask that you not wear any kind of like oils or lotions or hair product and things like that because they are trying to maintain obvious, you know, a sense of hygiene and a good standard of taking care of the tank. So you completely shower um, and then you just go straight into your tank. You can open or close the door. So I know all of you all are freaking out like, oh my gosh, you feel like I'm in a coffin. You really don't. There's tons of room in there. It does not feel claustrophobic, but you can leave um, the door of the float tank up. It comes up and down. You're in a room by yourself and they start the timer, obviously. Um, and then also one important thing is that you are going to have earplugs in your ears because as you're floating in the water, Obviously, you don't want your um, your ears getting water in them because that's uncomfortable. I will say that I think I'm not good at using these wax earplugs because um, the first time I, I had issues uh, with the earplugs, but again, this is complete user error. And the second time, I, I did it way better. I got a really good seal on my left ear, but my right ear, I don't know, I just did not get a good seal on it. So I got a little bit of water in my ears, um, which led to some discomfort, but it really wasn't a big deal. And that was, uh, not the spa's fault. That was my own fault. I couldn't get my earplugs in. And so anyway, the first time I went in, the light was on, the music was on and I was floating and it was very interesting. And it kind of felt, uh, it took me a few minutes to kind of get to the idea that I wasn't having to try to float. Like it, it took me a while, maybe like 20 or 30 minutes for my neck to feel like I wasn't trying to like 
keep my neck up. They have these little foam rollers um, at my spa where you can put them under your neck so it's like you don't even have to try. But even after, like I said, 20 or 30 minutes, I was able to take the foam roller away and truly just let that 800 pounds of Epsom salt just let me float. And my first experience, it was great. I definitely felt very relaxed, very calm. The water is uh, smooth and silky. Um, it, it is just like I described. It is just like this, um, you're just in this tank and you're not getting that external feedback. You can't really hear anything unless there is music on. And I definitely felt calm and relaxed. I did my first float tank experience when I was in the middle of the musical production of Wizard of Oz, it was great for me to have like a time out where I could just like catch my breath and kind of get back aligned and get back grounded. So that felt great. Um, but I want to say that probably my better experience was my second time going to the float tank. I went a few days later um, the following week. And this time, instead of 60 minutes, I was in the float tank for 90 minutes. Now I know you all are thinking, oh my gosh, I could not chill out anywhere for 90 minutes. But here's the thing. Those of you that are dealing with chronic stress, chronic busyness, chronic overwhelmed, even feeling paralyzed because you feel like you have so much to do, your body needs rest. Your body deserves this time of restoration where it's not having to do all these things and keep you, you know, alive. It just needs to be able to restore and let your brain chill out. And that's what I felt with the 90 minutes. So the second time I had the lights turn off and now I could see a little bit of light coming through, you know, the edge of the float tank um, door, but it wasn't disruptive at all. And I had the music off, but I had my earplugs in. So it really was quiet. Like I could hear my body, like I could hear my heart beating and I could, I could sense my own breath. And I don't know how long it took because obviously I wasn't looking at a clock, but about three different times, I think I hit some of those like theta waves that I just read about because it was like I wasn't, I was not sleeping and I wasn't dreaming, but it kind of felt like I might have been dreaming, but I don't, I know I wasn't asleep. And so I think I was hitting some of those real lower levels of, um, or higher levels, I don't know which way it is, of those theta waves. Because I kind of lost track of where I was in the tank. You you gently, you gently kind of move just because your rhythm of your breathing creates a ripple, you know, for your body. But I really lost track of kind of like what direction I was in. I really felt that zero gravity experience. You know, there was no pressure anywhere. And it was almost, I, I did feel like I was kind of like floating and that that line between water and skin feels so thin. It was very interesting experience. And so that, um, that lasted for just a few moments and then I kind of like came back up and then I was, had more awareness. And then I did it like two more times without even really trying. I was just lying there breathing and floating. So I think that that's really good. And I will say my experience after it is I have been sleeping great. I feel like I've been sleeping um, even uh, deeper, just a, a little bit more restorative sleep. Of course, all that Epsom salt and that magnesium will do that for you. Uh, and I have had a more, a deeper sense of calmness and being able to focus and get things done. I would definitely recommend if you love to float in the pool, if you are a touched out 
caregiver of small children, if you are someone who's constantly giving, 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 if you are busy at work, if you have a stressful job, if you have a physical job, or if you just want to try something out really cool, I would highly recommend you looking into experiencing the float tank. And just like anything new that you're trying, I think you should try it a couple times because like the first time you're going to be just getting used to all the new sensations and the new situation. But I think the second time you'll kind of know what to expect and really enjoy it. Um, for pricing, I think that probably much like the spa I attended, there's probably like deals that if you signed up to go for a couple sessions, you probably get a deal. And I think that this is really, again, just a great investment in the health of your brain and the productivity of your body and giving those adrenals a break to breathe. So I really enjoyed it. Thank you, salt of the earth for having me. Listen, that's all I have for you today with my episode on here's what happened when I visited the salt tank. Uh, let me know over on Instagram in the stories or send me a DM. Are you going to try the salt tank? Have you tried the sauna? Let me know what you think. And I would love it if you have an idea for something I should try, whether you think I should do celery juice or whether you think I should try some health idea, shoot me an email, leah at smallqueendom.com. I'd love to consider your ideas and I just might try it. And hey, if you can think of anyone who would enjoy this show, get a little bit of personal development with some fun mixed in, be sure to share this with them. There should be a link, however you are listening to this, to copy um, the link and just shoot them a text or shoot them a message. I would so appreciate it. And as always, my friend, I hope that you have a fabulous week, that you stay strong and you be kind. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.